Well, welcome back. Before we get started, I'd like to send a shout out to Sarah Best for such a wonderful conversation last week. You really picked my spirits up and I hope that she did the same for you. I'd like to start off this week sending a shout out to Janine who wrote into the podcast with a specific question. She wanted to know my thoughts on horse pace regarding rosacea. I know. We're going to talk about that. And I have a little treat coming into the studio, talking to me. Well, she's not coming into the studio, but (laughs) still quarantining. I called Corey DiStefano of Three Sisters Soaps, and she's going to talk about her soaps and her garden and her animals and her balms and her lotions. So sit back, moisturize yourself, and enjoy this episode of Beauty Reform School. Oh, hi. You stumbled across Beauty Reform School, the podcast that explores beauty, style, reinvention, self-care, all from the perspective of the outside looking in. We pick apart the classics so we can confidently break the mold. And I'm your host, Bad Bad, the artist, the educator, the retail grunt, the problem child. The one who's done it the hard way for decades, and now I'm passing the savings on to you. So bring me your tired, your confused, your weirdos, your others yearning to breathe free. If this sounds like you, grab your pen and grab your scratch pad, and let's figure this crap out together. Right here at Beauty Reform School. Okay, horse paste. I don't know how many of y'all heard about this, but people have been turning to this medication made for horses to treat rosacea. Man, from the jump, when I got Janine's message, the first thing I said was that I'm not necessarily going to co-sign that one because horse paste has not been tested on humans and has not been approved for human use. Now, this is not out of the ordinary. You'd be surprised. There's a lot of people who have used everything from fish medication to dog medication. It's been crazy because, well, I was going to say obviously, but for those of you who don't know, sometimes... Sometimes medication for animals is a lot cheaper than medication for humans, you know, because big pharma. So I found an article from the insider.com and we're going to just, we're going to thumb through it together. Okay. It says people are turning to medication made for horses to treat rosacea and dermatologists are concerned. And yes, I am going to post this article on the blog on beautyreformschool.com if you want to read through it yourself. It's uh, quite interesting. 
If you've ever experienced rosacea, a mysterious skin disease with no clear cause or cure, you're probably familiar with the difficulty of treating its symptoms, facial redness, painful bumps, and thickened skin. Those frustrations are driving a growing number of people to experiment with an unlikely and inexpensive salve. Veterinary medicine originally designed to treat parasites in horses. The treatment is demonstrably more affordable, but it's drawing concern from dermatologists who say the medicine hasn't been tested on humans and therefore shouldn't be used to treat human ailments. And that is true in general. Now, I know a lot of people like to DIY and a lot of people like to take things into their own hands. And I know that in the state of America, when it comes to health insurance, you know, Sometimes desperate times cause for def, des, mm, desperate times cause for desperate measures, and I get that. I really, really do get that. But you should be very, very careful because sometimes, if you use something that's not good, the cost to fix it would sometimes be more than the cost to treat it. So I want to just put that out there so that you really give that some thought before you decide to go all Dr. Frankenstein. It says the use of horse medication to treat rosacea is in part of an alarming trend as healthcare grows costlier, more and more people are turning to medications designed for household pets and farm animals. To deal with bacterial infections, for example, some have ingested antibiotics formulated for fish. Others have abused opioid-based painkillers intended for dogs recovering from surgery. Rosacea appears to be the first human skin disease to be treated with a veterinary medication. Now, horse paste, as the medication is commonly known, contains an antiparasitic compound known as ivermectin. The same active ingredient as Sulantra, an FDA-approved topical gel commonly prescribed to treat rosacea. Ivermectin is believed to inhabit tiny mites of the hmm, Demodex genus, which naturally live on the human skin and are thought to play a role in rosacea. Without insurance, Sulantra typically costs several hundred dollars. That is a, you know what? You, you know what, damn it. Big pharma, y'all. Big pharma. You know, and, and here's my thing about that. If, okay, I get it. It's a business, right? I get it's a business, but it's a business that's based off of people's sickness and their illness. And the fact that you make it hard to get for someone who has a disease or a disability or an illness is reprehensible in my book, honestly. Like it's ridiculous. It's not like it's a common cold or it's not like it's something like that that you can run to the drugstore and get you some cough syrup or something. We're talking about lifelong diseases and problems. And the thousands of dollars that it costs for people to treat them over the course of a lifetime is a sin. It's terrible. It's really, really terrible. But anyway, I digress. <clears throat> so the, the, the twist, though, the twist is 
Even with insurance, patients can be required to take several other medications such as the oral antibiotic doxycycline before their insurance will cover cilantro, a process known as step therapy. Horse paste, by contrast, can be purchased from Amazon and vet supply stores for as little as $4 with no prescription necessary. The substance comes packaged into a large syringe designed to push into the horse's mouth. Another difference, because horses ingest the paste, manufacturers manufacturers typically add artificial flavoring to it. In most cases, this means it smells like apples. Doctors and researchers have growing concerns about the widespread use of this homegrown treatment. In a recent bulletin in the peer-reviewed British Journal of Dermatology, two Irish dermatologists, Rebecca Helen and Sonia Nee, oh God, oh my God. I don't even think that's her name. Well, Rebecca Helen is one, but Soina Nee, Ragali, ugh, I am ruining your name. I am so sorry. Anyways, the two of them described a patient who inquired about the use of a horse warmer as a cheap alternative. The dermatologist said they warned their patients against using horse paste because the exact concentration of ivermectin in horse paste which is only 1.87% versus cilantro's 1%, hasn't been tested on animals and could cause a future resistance to ivermectin. Other dermatologists who spoke with Insider were similarly, 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 I can't talk today. I can't, I can't say words. Anyway. <sighs> They were similar, similarly wary of potential risks. I do not think it is good to use the veterinary ivermectin paste, said Nazim, a dermatologist affiliated with Thomas Jefferson University in Philly. Hey, Philly. It is a different formulation and concentration than what we use. Ivermectin is an excellent treatment for the demotic smite, which can colonize the skin of rosacea patients and lead to flares. Although the active ingredient is the same as in the veterinary preparation, the rest of the medicine's ingredients have not been studied in humans and can be irritating, cause allergy, or worse when applied to human skin. It's unclear whether such warnings are enough to deter people desperate for relief from rosacea. The disease is hardly new. The first historical reference dates back to the 14th century, but doctors have not yet determined exactly what caused it, nor have they developed a cure. More than 415 million people worldwide suffer from the disease. And even More than 415 million people worldwide suffer from the disease, according to the National Rosacea Society, and many of them congregate on Reddit and in Facebook groups and even on Amazon to discuss alternate treatments. Oh, man. I mean, I get it. 
I get it. You know, you, I get it. You're desperate. You want to try something. It's breaking your bank. I get it. But like I said before, sometimes fixing something that's broken is going to be more expensive than maintaining it in the first place. You do not know sight unseen. You do not know what's going on with this medication and to use it on yourself is not wise. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So I hope that that gave you some insight. And if any of you have been thinking or struggling with rosacea and trying to think of different things to do, or perhaps you've come across a couple articles about horse pace, or you've heard some things on social media or online on the internet, just know that fads will come and go. And if ever there is a time that you could use something like that, then um, make sure that they've done the proper testing and make sure that it has been formulated for human use. Dosages on animals are different than dosages on people and also other ingredients come into play. And remember that the ingredient that you're looking for usually is coupled with other medications as well. So it's not going to necessarily work really well just by itself. So there's that. This has been science class <laughs> at Beauty Reform School. Next up, we're going to talk to Corey Stefano from Three Sisters Soaps. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Well, well, well. How have you been? I have been well, thank you. How have you been? Well, all things considered, not so bad, I guess. Right, right. I hear yeah. you. Yeah, not, not so bad. I mean, there's been ups and downs, but I mean, I'm still alive, so there's that. That's the goal. <laughs> Until it's no longer the goal. Yeah, you know what? It's funny that when I, when this whole thing first started, you're probably one of the first people I thought about. Because I said to myself, if there was anybody who was the least bothered by this it would be you I have to admit there was a moment where I was bothered in the very beginning when I first went grocery shopping yeah and it was all masked up I kind of freaked out okay but then I have some good friends that brought me back down yeah and I spent a lot of time in the garden and you know I regained my composure <laughs> Yes. And for the listeners, I am, you know, I got to say that that this friend of mine has been, we've been friends for quite a while now, but she's always been the one that, you know, everyone has that friend, at least one that's far, far away and tinkering in their garden and mm -hmm. making things with their own hands and all that stuff. So she's been that friend in my circle. But you, you've always been, you've always been that. But I wanted to bring you here on Beauty Reform School because you make soap and lotion and balm. I do, yes. Oh my gosh, that's just, that's so admirable. I love that about you, by the way. Yeah, yeah the only reason I do it is because ingredients are important to me and I started reading labels and then I got frustrated. Mm. 
Yeah, that seems to be why most people who make products make products. Yes. Dude, that's don't start reading labels because seriously, I, I'm I'm that woman in the store with my reading my readers on now. I have readers. Yeah. And I'm reading all the labels. Yeah. Nobody wants to know how the sausage is made. Um, yeah, no, no. <laughs> so good though. It's so yummy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's um speaking of which, I wanted to pick your brain because I wanted to know. We've done several episodes about ingredients and different kinds of things, but I want to know what are your favorite ingredients for what? You know, like what, you know, when you when it comes to things that are emollient, what ingredients are your favorites? And when it comes to things that are good for the skin, what are your favorite ingredients for that, would you say? All right. So, my thought press is process is slightly different than most I would say when it comes to skincare I try to look at what is good for skin but what also isn't shipped from far away and what isn't as um, damaging to the environment uh, could I get my hands on an ingredient maybe that's made by women in some rural community but isn't like you know, shipped super duper far. So for example, one of my favorite ingredients is a local tallow. Mm -hmm. I love that in soaps. It's great for moisturizing skin. I mean, you don't slather yourself with it straight up, but it's one of my favorite ingredients as is a local beeswax people, you know, so, um, and then, of course, organic uh, expeller press, you know, no solvent extracted stuff. Now, why is that? Just for everyone's understanding, why is that? Yeah. So solvent extracted could leave some undesirable residues in the final product. So if you're picky about what you put on your largest organ, your skin, right. you want to be extra aware of what you're putting on because there's a lot of green washing and labeling and packaging things look healthy when indeed they are not right trickery Mm. i hate that stuff so and i have a question for you for a friend that has written into the podcast she is suffering right now from rosacea and i wanted to know if you do a product or if you know of an ingredient that's good for that I haven't had anyone ask me for that specifically. Yeah. I've had, you know, eczema um, and we use uh, tamanu oil for that. Mm-hmm. It's very healing. Um, sometimes like a seaweed mask or a seaweed um, balm of some sort is very soothing. Yeah. Yes. You and know, there's... There's a thing that people are talking about. This is uh, some some aside where people are talking about using horse paste. And yeah, (laughs) it's it's what it sounds like. They use it on horses, you know, for their problems. But I was telling her that I would not recommend that because it hasn't been the research I did said it hasn't been tested properly on humans. So anything like that, you know, I wouldn't necessarily recommend, especially if you have sensitive skin, I wouldn't recommend 
you know, putting that on your skin, especially if you're sensitive. Right. And I've also read that, you know, a lot of these skin ailments are caused by something in your diet. Yeah. Elimination diet would probably be, you know, really good idea. Like Tony has uh i keep telling him you know like maybe change how you're eating and of course he's like nope not gonna happen so right <laughs> yeah you know. i can't even i can't even laugh at him because there's certain foods you know I, with having chronic arthritis there's certain foods that i'm not supposed to be eating but you know i'm, I know. A, hard, I'm a hard head too so i can't even yep no i've been on the uh you know, the carb train lately, pizza and snacks and all kinds of naughty things. And my allergies have been wicked bad right now. And I'm blaming it on wheat. So, yeah, my own fault. <laughs> my own fault. Your own fault. Yeah, you circle back to the rosacea. You know, you can do like, um, you know, you don't have to just use a mask on your face. You can use it on any part of your body that you've got any issues so like a, a simple like light clay, a French green clay with just a little bit of seaweed in it because it is very fragrant. Mm-hmm. Um, mix that with like a green tea or honey or aloe vera, you know, any of those very soothing chamomile tea would probably be really helpful. And just use that as a treatment um, and using very mild soaps like like a olive oil soap on it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that will be helpful. I'm hoping that I'm pretty sure she'll be listening to this episode. So I'm hoping she's going to be pulling out her pen and taking some notes, you know? (laughs) Right, right. That's good. You know, that's yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Mm -hmm. while we're speaking about skincare, you are, you know, we know you are very simplistic when it comes to the beauty routine, but what is probably one of the main skincare things that you personally can't live without? Oh, it's lotion. Lotion. Yeah. Absolutely. Any kind of hydrating, anything. Um, yeah, I'm always got lotion on me. There's a lot of people who aren't on the lotion train though. I don't understand how that's possible. My me, skin. I, I, that's how I feel about lotion and lip balm. I don't understand yes, I was people say, cannot use lip balm. I know. I use it at least a dozen times a day. So do I. And I drink plenty of liquids. It's not like I'm dehydrated. Yeah. So I, you know, different different bodies, you know, just my dry one. Yeah. But even if I, like, if I lick my lips and they mm. are even slightly dry, yes. I, I got to use balm. Like, I, yeah. I can't do it. It dries me. I like a nice, moist lip. And I have balm all over the house. Like I have it, I have it yep. in the kitchen. I have it in the bedroom. I have it at my desk. I have it mm-hmm. everywhere. Just like I have a different one every in every location because I don't even want to have to scramble for it when I go in another room. Yep. Now that's the one thing I always know where it is. It's got a special pocket in yep. my bag. Yep. And I got backup bombs in the kitchen. <laughs> drawer. I do. You gotta have it. You gotta. I buy them in advance because I don't want to run out. Mm-mm. Yep. And I started putting that. Uh, I got on that CBD train. I started putting that in my lotions and my bombs, and I cannot stop. It's actually been even better. Wow. Even better than my regular old lotion. I'm about to get some CBD lotion. Um, I'm about to get some of that myself. I have someone uh, that's gonna send me some. 
but I definitely want to start using more CBD lotion for sure. Cause my joints could definitely use that. It just, it's really nice at taking the edge off, you know, when you've got that ache, it's not going to take it totally away, but it actually does help. Cause I was a skeptic. Yeah. I didn't believe it. So and then yeah. I tried it. Well, nowadays it's like, I'm, you know, I'm open to, uh, I'm open to different things nowadays because it's like literally sometimes I feel like I'm rusted shut. And I think that's just from not being able to be as mobile as I used to be, you know, Mm -hmm. I was was constantly on the go and that has come ground to a halt now. So, so I feel like I've been grinding. I feel like I've been, uh, you know, rusted shut a little bit. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Things feel a little bit, differently right now when I actually get out and do something it takes me a little while to warm up yeah for sure mm-hmm. oh my goodness so what have you been eating oh uh, well tomatoes are on so I've been eating lots of tomatoes mm. so good yeah salad with mozzarella and fresh basil been doing a lot of chicken yeah I had fennel from the garden, so I made a nice little sauce with that. Yeah. <laughs> herbs, herbs are always around, so there's always fresh herbs going in stuff right now. So, so good. So, also for the listeners, I wanted to point out that Corey has a, her soap line, if you're interested, is called Three Sisters Soap. Am I correct? Correct. Yes. And the website will be on the blog. So you yes, can go is. ahead and go to the blog, and if you're wanna, if you wanna go check that out, they, she has some really, really nice stuff, and she makes all her soaps by hand. So, indeed, and I only—that's very important to me. Also, I only use essential oils. I don't use the fragrant oils. Right. Huge difference uh, for me personally, and yeah. for I believe your skin. Um, and again, I don't do the solvent extracted. It's expeller pressed or um, cold pressed, you know, very simple means of extraction. So, well, I imagine it would be a lot better for people who are sensitive and have allergies as well. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's important. So, it is. Now I can always tell Genesee brings some kind of slime or some kind of product home and she went to a friend's and they use this awful like artificial fragrant crap my nose immediately like, flares up and eyes water you i know it's, <laughs> real. it's a real problem <laughs> Ew. it's not pretty i will not send you that photo of myself yeah d- yeah maybe leave that one out for, uh, for, for the it. time being <laughs> leave that one out all right all right <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I wanted to ask you while I had you. Um, hmm. Well, there's all kinds of random stuff to talk about. Chickens, you know. Well, yes, actually, tell me about the. Now, this is interesting because I, I, I knew a guy once who brought me some eggs from his chickens that he had, and I thought that was fascinating. And yet yeah. I have you, a friend who actually keeps chickens. And what I want to, while we're at it, why? Like, why did you want to <laughs> keep chickens to begin with? I'm just curious. 
Well, the eggs are a simple and obvious reason. Um, fresh eggs are better. The yolk is a magnificent orange because they've been feasting on all the bugs in the yard. Right. Um, by feasting on the bugs, they help keep my tick population way down, which is great being out here in the sticks. As I Did you call it the sticks? The boondocks. Boondocks out here in the boondocks, we have lots of ticks because the deer, uh, you know, they're funny, they're fun to have around as guests, they listen really well. (laughs) They do, I do talk to them, it's kind of sad. No, Uh, that's not sad at all. (laughs) When I sit out here and have my wine, they're entertaining to watch, they're funny. Um, they produce a lot of poo, which is good as uh, fertilizer for the garden. Mm-hmm. goes right into the compost it sits for about six to six months to a year before it gets put on the garden so it's not burning the baby vegetables and stuff right. it can be uh, you know they're fun they're they're a pretty easy uh food source not that we eat them but they're eggs you know it's not that hard yeah yeah, yeah. i just i would I, you know it's funny because there's I'm conflicted in my soul. Like part of me, <laughs> part of me wants that life, but then the other part of me is very urban and likes city life. So, yeah, so I just I, will live vicariously through you. That's all. I I always say you can come on out and you can. Uh, I well, got. We got to go training. glamping at some point. We've been talking yeah. about this. So, yes, I'll pull out the lights and the rug, and you know, you can have a lounger outside my trawler and nice. For trawler. I love it's, that I have friends that have trawlers. Trawlers. <laughs> but I gotta tell you, the mattress is not trawler esque. It is very nice. Very okay. nice. Okay. All very right. nice. So yeah, you know. Just just for pure transparency, she's not the one that needs the the glamping. I'm the one that needs the glamping because I am not an outdoorsy person at all. It's mostly yeah. it's mostly bugs. Like I get, I can't with the bugs. It's just it's mostly that. There's you know? there's a lot of bugs. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's bugs. mostly bugs. That's the main reason you don't really catch me out in the you know in the nature. Yeah, you don't catch me out in nature. I don't want something crawling on me. I don't want something biting me. Mm. I'm like I get really allergic to mosquito bites, and I get it gets real bad. Mm. And I just don't. I just I have to put all kinds of stuff on just to go out there. It's like a process, you know. I I would like. I don't know. This could be. This could be quite the obstacle to overcome because I got a lot of bugs out here, like well, big you bugs. Know, I mean, usually when I put certain things on, I'm pretty good. But you know, it's just it's just I have to do all of that first before I go out there. I went mm-hmm. to a cookout years ago and they had so many mosquitoes and I was sick for like two weeks. I was no. covered in bites. I, they they were hot to the touch. They were dark mm. burgundy. Oh. It, was, it was the worst. I was like, this is horrible. And I felt sick though, for, oh for two weeks. It was terrible. I mean, I get chewed up, but I don't get, I mean, not at my house. When I go to someone's house that's got a lot of mosquitoes, they do like my legs and my yeah. butt they always get my butt they got me everywhere yeah i don't know how they do that face arms Um, legs butt ankles calves it was terrible no that's see that makes outdoors not fun no that's why you don't catch me out there that much 
Well, maybe I can get you out here and we can make it fun. Yeah, but I mean, like, I have to, I, you know, I'm already, I'm prepared. Like, I have to slather myself and whatever thing, whatever, whatever repellent. Yeah, know. I got, I make repellent. I got, right now, I got my incense that have been soaked in, uh, what have been soaked in? Eucalyptus lemon and citronella or something like that. They burn for three hours. Keeps the mosquitoes away. I got my own bug spray. Look at you. See? All right. All right. I have to admit, though, sometimes I do like hit the deep pretty hard because I got uh, a deer tick earlier this season and it sucked. So every now and then when I go out in the woods, I got to get get the big guns out. Yeah. Because I don't want to feel like that again. That sucked. No, I can't imagine. I can't. Mm-hmm. I just can't even imagine. It's That must be terrible. Yeah, I didn't even understand what, you know, it was crazy. I didn't understand that it could be that bad. Just from this stupid little tick. Ooh. Yeah. But what can you do? I'm telling you. So how, then, many, how many pets are you up to now? <sighs> All right. So we've lost a couple recently. The bunny didn't make it because I got dogs. Oh. The gerbils. We have one left. Two have died of old age. Oh. <laughs> uh, I know. It's always something. Two cats. Three dogs. We got fish in the pond. Um, and then now just eight chickens. We just lost a chicken the other week to a hawk. Oh. Yeah. Oh, we still have the snake, believe it or not. Wow. He's like 20 to 25 years old. I thought he was dying. And I was like, all right, here we go. And then like he made this amazing comeback. And he's back in action. I don't even wow. understand. Yeah. He's old as dirt. I don't even know how he made it. Yeah. That's, I, I, think that's, I think that's it. What? Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, it was a little crazier for a while because we had the rabbit and the rabbit had to be inside. And that wasn't good because I got a tiny house. So. Right. Yeah. But uh, that's yeah. a that's a, a tiny house. Yet you have like a Noah's Ark full of animals, right? <laughs> yeah. I know we're the crazy people. No, it's good to be the crazy people. And I think one of my one of before we go, I think one of my big questions for you is, what color is your hair right now? I just dyed it the other day it is like a wine reddish purplish like a dark red okay with roots i got my roots kicking right now what was it before that it was gross it was all blonde like all washed out yucky blonde okay i'm not a blonde yeah this one here has had her hair almost every color of the rainbow. So I like to check in from time to yeah. time and see what color your hair is now. No, I'm feeling like I need to go sit in the salon for a solid three hours and get it all back. Get a nice bleach, get a nice color. Yeah, nice color. I'm not I'm not even gonna I usually do my own and I'm not even gonna bother with it right now because I'm not I'm not going anywhere and I'm not doing anything. So I don't want to, I don't want to go through that whole process. It is a process. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to do it myself, but I feel like that's like the only thing I can go do right now is go get my hair done. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think I'm going to shave my sides, though, because they're getting way too, it's getting way too long on the sides, and it's starting yeah. to really get on my nerves. So I'm going to, I think I definitely will shave my sides at least, you know? I tried, yeah, I tried to uh, get myself a pair of clippers uh, when, uh, you know, all this happened. And yeah. I, I could not find a pair of clippers online. It was ridiculous. Wow. So I am a bit shaggy. Yeah. Well. I'm lucky. I have about two, two, three different pair because they. I kept losing them. Yeah. So I would just get another, another one, <laughs> and then I like find your, the other one and be like, "Oh well, now I have to." Just like your lip balm, you gotta have them in all the rooms. Yep. Well, it's it. You know what? Because it got to the point, it was so annoying to just have to like fish around and look for your lip balm. So. One time I went and got a ton and I just distributed them through the house and I got, I bought backups. Yeah. And so that's, that's life now. Now I don't have to do all that. I see. see. You haven't asked about the garden. Yes. I want to know about the garden. I would like to know what, what your, well, I have, a, I have a few questions regarding the garden. I want to know what's what you're picking now like what's in season now and i want to know um pretty much like what's your mainstays that you tend to do mm-hmm. yeah yep. all right right now tomatoes are amazing okay they they came on a couple weeks ago and now they're like full force so i got a mountain maybe not a mountain maybe a small hill of tomatoes in the kitchen I plan on eating them, but then I also plan on canning some so I can eat them in the wintertime, which is a treat. What do you even... do with the canned ones? Like, what do you make? I just do straight up tomatoes. I just get them in this. I, I roast them in oh, the oven. Okay. And then I grind them out. It separates skin, the seeds, my special grinder. And then you can them and I just put them in the basement. They're all sealed up. They're all canned. They're good for, for a while. I go through them too quick, honestly, but nothing like you know tony's italian so i make a gravy dead of winter with homegrown canned tomatoes it's the best okay it's worth all the pain and struggling and you know of a garden uh let's see cucumbers are coming on slowly but surely there's basil there's i have like five hundred thousand sunflowers yeah. We have zucchini that's getting attacked. I don't know if you've seen the uh, Instagram, but they're getting attacked yeah. by the vine borers. Oh. I get to go squish them. It's gross. Uh, what else? Let's see. You're making me think. Oh, peppers. I've got long Jimmy Nardello peppers that are sweet. I got all kinds of uh, chilies that are spicy. And what else? Lettuce is gone until it cools down a little bit. And uh, so is broccoli and kale. Those are all waiting for it to cool down. Uh, I think that's it. That sounds so sad, doesn't it? That's not much. Well, you know, it's a process. Gardening is a process. There's so many things going on. It doesn't, you know, it might not sound like a lot to you, but it sounds like a heck of a lot to me because I don't even think I can keep up with all that. Yeah. Oh, and then I, I started really growing flowers. You know, I got to grow flowers for the pollinators so they come in. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, on the on the up and coming, the pumpkins, I got some pumpkins out there and some loofah. 
Yes. You know the loofah? Yes. I use that in the kitchen scrubbies. It's yeah, that's yeah. really cool. I, I love that you do that. You know, I grew them, and then I was like, oh, I don't really like them for my skin, because they are maybe for my feet, but they are very abrasive. You know, they're very rough for the skin. Yeah. And then Tony said, why don't you use it as a kitchen scrubby? I was like, that's brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I do. My cast iron pans are right. They love the, the loofah scrubby. Nice. My, but, I was supposed to be, I, I had talked to you about this before. I was supposed to be doing like a little backyard, courtyard um, garden. But now, though, since I haven't been out there, though, Corey, it is, <laughs> it looks like a jungle, literally, uh, back there. It's the, um, there's this, I don't even know what weed it is, but you know how like the weeds, they come through the sidewalk cracks and they become trees? Oh. Yeah, yeah that, I got those back there. I might have to come visit. Yeah, those, I don't know what to do. Like, when I first moved here, the, the landlady had someone cut them all down and take them out. But, like, she, they, they didn't take them out by the root or anything, mind you. Yeah. See, that's the problem. You cut them down, and then they tell you that that's funny, and they're going to just come back twice as big with a better root system. Yeah. And you will never get them out. But I, I got I got something for you. Well, what is that? What kind of thing is that, though? It's you know? not. It's not super organic, though. That's the problem. But it's the only way to take care of stuff like that. Like a vine, like a nasty vine that's yeah. between like a, a slab and a wall that you could never dig out. It's called, it's Bonnie Shrub and Vine Killer. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, I got I to get that because th it's ridiculous back there. I'm going to have no, to actually. Let me, let me come. Let me come and take care of it. Yes, we will make a date and you can uh, you can come and help me get that out of there. Because I would like to put some sort of, I don't know if I, I, I figure I'll just get some of those boxes or, you know, like the garden the boxes. Bed. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Do that. They have, they have some that are like waist high. That would be perfect. Oh, yes. Because me and bending over, not so much. Yes. Well, that's my ultimate plan is to slowly raise my beds so when I'm a little older, they're at waist high. Yeah. That's my ultimate goal right now. Yeah. But the, the vine killer, it's um it's a paint on product. So you don't like spray it all over the place. You paint it on a stump that you just cut and then it goes down to the roots. It's an acid and it just kills that plant. Yeah, that's what I need. Yeah. That way it, you're not. They're everywhere yeah. and they are huge. It literally looks like a jungle back there. Oh no! Yeah, it's getting it's getting out of hand. They're they're enormous now. Mm. I'm gonna I'm send sure. you a picture when we're done. <laughs> well, no, it's dark back there now. You can't see it. But yeah, I'll send no. you a picture when I get a chance. I will. I will love seeing it. I'm gonna have to come down. Yeah, it's crazy right back there. <laughs> I must help you. Yes, you. Yeah. I was, I hadn't been back there like pretty much since the quarantine had started and something made me open the back door and look out and I was just like, oh my God, I couldn't believe what I was, what I was Because it had rained a lot too, which, you know. Everything explodes. Yeah, it just, it went crazy. It loved the rain because it had rained oh, yeah. a lot. Oh yeah, we're getting some more here soon. Yeah, wow. Mm. That is absolutely crazy. Um, I want to thank you so much for taking time. I know that it was 
you know, your schedule is hectic and nuts and I appreciate you taking the time. It was just, I just loved having you here and it was just good to catch up with you again. No, PJ, thank you. Alrighty. Well, I will talk to you very soon and we will make a date and I will also send you a pic of that jungle in my backyard. Yes, we will, <laughs> we, will we will make it good. We will make it beautiful. Excellent. Thank you so yes. much. Well, thanks for having me, PJ. Yes. Okay. I'll talk <laughs> to you later. Bye. All right, sounds good. Bye. I want to thank Janine for writing in again. I'd like everyone else to feel free to write in as well with your questions and your topics and your beauty horror stories. You can write on Instagram at Beauty Reform School. You can go on the Facebook page at Beauty Reform School. And you could go to beautyreformschool.com and you can write me at badbad at beautyreformschool.com. I'd like to thank Corey Stefano for coming and putting some time aside to talk to me. And it's been really strange, y'all. It's been really, really strange on day 3 million of this quarantine. It's been a little weird lately. I have been struggling. I have been struggling between insomnia and... I won't even say cabin fever because I like being in the house, but it is strange when it becomes your entire world. Luckily, I have one ray of light, and that is y'all. Y'all are my ray of light, and I want to thank you. So, please write me. Please share your stories. Please ask your questions, because we're in a brand new season, and I can't wait to bring you new topics. I've been lining up interviews that I think you're really going to love. And I'd like to hear from y'all as well. And pencils down. Class is dismissed. And I'll see you next week.